I, I just switched to my to my bad whiskey, and I thought I'd be drunk enough now where it wouldn't matter. It matters. This is very bad. <laughs> like, it's gross. Not bad. <laughs> Today, This American Dice presents Dungeon World, The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser, Episode 11. With Blackburn the Lesser, the heir apparent to Piranese found, our heroes must return him safely to his home. They have learned that Woundweaver Yorag is not merely one orcish warrior. Will they find out the true meaning of the title? Join us today on this American Ace. Rather than us see you now go back with this kid and talk, I want us to um, get back to... I'm going to ask you guys a question. Would you try to rest in this cistern? Because if you want to, then we can have whatever conversation with this kid down here in this cistern. If not, then we can have whatever kind of conversation you want, like, out above with this kid, like, out above there. I was imagining that it would be outside of the cistern, that you would want to get out of there before you'd really try to, like, have a real conversation. But Yeah, I mean, I'm down for that. I think that if we have no reason to believe the outside is going to be crazy dangerous, then let's just do that. That would be my vote. Okay. So I got one vote for outside. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Especially if we think this, you know, could be a dangerous area. Yeah, outside. Okay. So, um, didn't we guys... kind of have like a like that that orc mansion type thing that we were holding up in? previously all of that is like burned out and destroyed so you can go back there but it's just like i said like the first really story of that townhouse mm. that would be mostly made out of stone that's left whereas the other stuff which would have been made out of wood had been destroyed so you can go back up there and try to set up like a camp up there mm -hmm. which will be not in a weird underground uh, tunnel that's full of ankle deep water that's really gross and also filled with kind of like fat we had said and ash right uh, does Kevin get a vote Kevin is at least for now at least when you're making this decision unconscious from Comet having just knocked him out oh right I forgot he endured further injury so yeah Kevin does not get a vote in this Kevin Kevin Oathkeeper that's what it is Kevin yeah. Oathkeeper who looks like the guy from Vikings that's right, right. So, yeah, uh, so we, all right, well, let's, let's do it then. So we kind of, the beginning of this episode of the show has you guys exiting that cistern and kind of trying to set up something like a camp. It's no longer raining. Everything is still very wet, still very gross, but it's no longer that crazy serious storm. It had actually stopped before you guys went down into the cistern. You guys are can can kind of set up camp here. Eventually, Kevin will. Kevin can wake up, um, but yeah, this is we see. Uh, Black Hugo Blackburn the Lesser now. Like I said, the heir apparent. Um, he's in. I forget what we said. His out. We never talked about his outfit. We said that he has jet black hair, and um, but piercing blue eyes and he's missing a few teeth as if he'd been like hit in the face 
He's just wearing whatever his dad wore, but as a onesie. He probably is just wearing like, like night clothes with maybe a, um, like night clothes with some kind of like a, something with a hood thrown over it because like, mm. oh, it's a storm. Like, let's go. And maybe not even like the appropriate, like the most appropriate thing because it was such a rush to get this kid out of there. Mm -hmm. I think this kid, as you guys are setting things up, is like, when, when are we going back? Soon. Then I will like, try and put a hand on the kid to like comfort him if he if he's okay with that, and be like, uh, "That's our next stop, lad. Don't you worry." I heard some of the things that they said. Are any of them left? These guards? And uh, Donato will sort of look around at the others for confirmation. He says, uh, I don't believe so. How many were with you? What happened? No, like not not the guards. Although Kevin is right there. Yeah, no, Kevin's <laughs> not here. So Ke Kevin is Kevin is inherently left as he there he is right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he snoozed him, mate. Yeah. No. My family. Oh, and Donato will, will say, um, no, you're the last. You're the Duke now. And he has kind of like, there'd be like a Hitchcock zoom moment for this kid where it's like, all oh, that's, that's hitting him. Well then, wake up Kevin. There's something we need to, there's something we need to do right away. Right, right away. And uh, then I will say, well, of course, my lord. But if you don't mind, um, it seems to me that the guards may not be your friends. Uh, how did you get here? Are you? Can we trust him, Sir Kevin? Uh, help protect me. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to hear that Sir Cheryl Sir Deborah Sir Karen Sir Brittany that none of them that none of them live they were my father's most loyal my most loyal subjects, soldiers and they they did their best to save me if anything, I, I wish that they had, that there were more of them to save my family. Now, now wake up, wake, wake Sir Kevin up. And he kind of goes over there to, to do it himself. I mean, you could try. I punched him really hard in the face. <laughs> yeah. So I think after a little while, you guys can rouse Kevin and he's like, he's, he's pretty, he's pretty woozy, but yeah, he'll wake up. Do, do you mind if I take a quick interlude for a question here out of character? Go for it. Hi, Carl. Let's sit down and have a chat. Yeah, let's reconnect with the the players behind the characters. Yeah. So now we go to now we go to the like uh, what was, what's that show that on the Walking Dead, the Talking Dead? The talking we go Dead, to the, the go. version of this um, Talking Dungeons. Yeah, exactly. Um, dungeon. What is what it's called? Yeah. So uh, Carl, Carl, go for it. I know I've been on the show since the first season, <laughs> but a lot's happened. And maybe our viewers could use a recap here. I know I certainly could. I, I'm still a little bit 
in the dark about what exactly are we aware of the guard's role in this being? Well, let's go to the tape. And the tape is just, uh, it just says character knowledge incomplete. <laughs> you guys have, <laughs> so you guys don't know so far in character. You guys have heard the honor guard that were guarding the kid that were guarding Hugo Blackburn, the, the lesser now the 10th. Um, you heard they were like, there were traitors. They just kept talking about traitors. They accused you of being a traitor. Okay. Um, out of character. Um, well, if you don't, I mean, if you don't want to remind me about out of character, that's okay. I will, I but get, okay. it's, it's still, it still leaves a question. So okay. out of character, when Farley encountered uh, Buff Carrie Ann Moss, uh, Carrie, Karen, oh, Sir Karen, nailed it. There you go. Uh, yeah, so when, when he encountered Sir Karen, uh, and again, it's that weird, like, I think some militaries first did that, where they, like, I think even on Star Trek Voyager, they talk about that, where they're like, well, technically the proper address is still Sir. Right. Farley had encountered her, and she said, basically, when she thought he was an orc, she was like, who were the traitors? She didn't know who the traitors were. And he he tried to play up, all, all, oh, I'm, I'm so bad, I'm, I'm the worst, I'll tell you, to like get her to stop killing him. Which didn't really work. So, from the our character's perspective, we know that the guard took the duke, the young duke, away, like trying to get away from the city in the aftermath of the orc invasion. And it's possible, from our perspective, that the guard thought they were doing a good thing, but like it doesn't. We have no knowledge of what that could be or anything like that. Um. Is that kind of how we look, or is that not? Let me get. Sure? Let me give a little of this to you in character. Unless, are you trying to? Yeah, I guess just give. There's like my main question. Then, our characters generally believe the guards are bad. You believed it enough where Pascal killed one of them. Okay. Yes. But then that's also, true. we didn't specifically did not kill Sir Kevin. Right. On a kind of like I knew him personally. Right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. So it kind of just seems like we're in the dark, but it seems like they've done a bad thing. That's that's what I'm gathering. So the kid, though, I think will try to disabuse you of that All idea right. and t tell you, like, no, these people tried to save me. Got it. Okay. So, and you can tell that, like, now that he realizes that his family died, he's stuck in this awkward survivor's guilt thing for a second of well the fact that they were helping me meant they couldn't help them but i'm glad that i'm alive because being dead would be bad but at yeah, the same time be them being dead is bad and so the fact that these guys were helping me meant that they died okay it's that kind of a deal all right okay and he's like 11 years old yeah so what does he know probably nothing so um when sir kevin is eventually roused and he's like oh oh and he sees the three of you there he kind of um i think he just immediately the very first thing he does is just pulls the kid behind him and he's like and i think he says uh what would the term he use here sire probably something like that sire your your grace your majesty my liege your, my liege 
my lord, my liege. And he's like, you. And you could tell that his head is still swimming a bit. Um, like, stay, stay back, stay back, my 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 lord. And he like kind of tries. To, he's get he's getting to his feet, but he's got real baby deer legs when he's trying to get up. Um, and he's I you got did you disarm him? I mean, I I would assume it would just be the the cold cock, and then once uh, we we were able to locate the the kid that I think that would be more of our focus as opposed to like disarming him. So you one vote for no. David kind of nodded his head. I Comet wouldn't have. I think. I think if, you know, if Spirit Child thought it was a good idea, he's certainly act on his own. Yeah. If Pascal had the opportunity, he did. But if not, then, then no. Okay. So then that sounds like, I mean, you would have had the opportunity. Either Comet or Pascal probably brought this guy up here. So... Yeah, all right. So he goes to reach for his sword, and it's just not there. It's either just the empty scabbard or just his, the sword belt that he has on is just isn't there. And he kind of, like, pulls the kid back, and he just reaches over to, like, a rock and picks up a rock. Like, like I'll fucking fuck you guys up with this rock. What are you going to do with that? And he's like, you just, you, you stay back. We brought and, him here. And I think the kid intercedes in this and says... Like, they saved me. And he he says, like, I saw him kill Sir Deborah. I saw him, he's wearing the, he's wearing the stolen armor. Or he was wearing, oh, you're not wearing it because you took it off to get into that thing. He was wearing the stolen armor of, of, of Sir Karen. And, These uh, names are making this really awesome. Yeah. Donato will say, uh, be at peace, friend. If I wasn't, we'd both be dead. And if I wasn't a friend to you, I wouldn't be sporting this. And he like points like the bloody mess of his chest where he took the hit for him instead of letting him die. And he was awake for that. So that I think pauses him there. I'm not doing any rolls because I want this to more just be a conversation. If you guys would rather it be rolls so you can get like more info or whatever, tell me. Not yet. Um, but yeah, so I think that that gives him pause there where he remembers this because he was awake for it. Mm. And he'll say, uh, listen, all of us here serve the Duke. And he'll like, make a little bow to like, the, the, the kid. And he'll say, uh, maybe it's time we had a conversation. And I think that uh, the kid says, Sir Kevin, where is your sword? And he like further embarrassed about that and kind of flummoxed. Yeah, and I think Pascal just uh, kind of holds up the scabbard, kind of. It's like, oh, I thought I'd hold on to this for you. You uh, didn't seem, uh, I don't know. Didn't sound like you were in any state to hold it. And the kid says, I think, I think Sir Kevin, like, goes to, like, almost snatch it out of your hand. Um, but the kid says, like, you, S Spearman. You're one of our city guard. That's right. You're you're at a Hive Lorm's command. The minister here to save sent you. you. Mm -hmm. Send all three of us. What is your name, Spearman? And he, I, I just. I know. I think like, he would say, "What is your name, guardsman?" Yeah, I think he was just Pascal was like sitting down, and he stands up and formally like bows, maybe like 
you know, uh, flourishes even, you know. Just like Pascal Spearchild is what they call me. Glad to see your glad to see your grace is healthy. It's gonna be quite a good line you have there. Thank you. Please, Pascal, Spearchild. Return Kevin's sword to him. Sir Kevin. Sword to him. I think he uh like Pascal just looks at Kevin, just like stares stares him down, you know? Mm-hmm. Before doing anything. It's just like then just like of course your grace. And then like hands it over. And he says And your names? I know you only as you said that you are the Jester's understudy. And, and uh, Donato will go to like correct him as he usually does. He's understudy to the understudy, and he'll think better of it before he opens his mouth. And he'll just sort of bow low, as low as he can with his grievous injuries. And he'll say, at your service, as ever. And you? I am Comet. Comet. Your grace. Donato, Comet, Pascal, Spearchild. Sir Kevin Oathkeeper. And he's like, look, looks over at him and he's kind of doing this awkward thing of like trying to give the kid like his full attention and also keep an eye on you guys who he doesn't know what the deal is. He says, draw your sword. He, he, yeah, this guy I think was already like, he does it way too quickly where I think the uh, Pascal and Comet are probably like, all right, I'm ready for this uh, in case something goes down. And like this guy's kind of like, like okay, this is what I thought we were gonna do here. Um, and then he says, "Give it to me." Sir Kevin is like looks at you guys, and eventually begrudgingly kind of hands it over to the kid, and that like gives it to him like on his over his forearm. And this kid uh, cannot fully hold this sword; it is too heavy for him because he is eleven years old, and this is a like big, heavy broadsword that, like, buff Carrie-Anne Moss would carry. Um, or to a significantly lesser degree, a Sir Kevin, if you will. Uh, and so, yeah, when we started with buff Carrie-Anne Moss, we really didn't have anywhere to go but down at that point. Yeah, it's like, once you've reached <laughs> the top of the mountain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're just, just going down the other side, and who knows what's over there? I don't care. Um, but yeah, so... The kid is holding the sword and he has to hold it in two hands where he's like holding the 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 hilt hilt the handle the hilt right yeah and the like and part of the blade of the sword and he says I am the last I am Hugo Blackburn the last of my name my and you can tell like this is hitting this kid hard and he's struggling through to do this as like part of like a feeling of duty like Last of my name, my father, Duke Blackburn the Ninth, Duke of Piranese, an emperor in absentia, and my mother, what was the name, we have never addressed it, of the emperor? Or what was the family name of the emperor? And I think it should be very Greek sounding. Manzukas. Manzukas. Yogurt. Yogurt. Oikos. Yogurt. Oikos. Yeah. 
What is it? What is just like a king in Greek or something? Isn't it Christos? Sure. Okay. This character has the name Christ. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Hold I don't on. know about uh, that. I googled it. It's uh, Vasilis. Vasilis. Oh, hey, there's something. My mother, Zorba Vasilis, daughter, daughter of the last emperor in the capital. I am now Emperor Blackburn the Second. Duke Blackburn the Tenth of Piranese, and I take on myself all the responsibilities and powers of this title. Do you, good men, brave warriors, swear yourselves to me in this? And Sir Kevin is just right on board right away. Oh yeah, then I to see you for sure. I'm gonna kneel. Yeah, I think Pascal just it's like I don't see why not. He kneels as well. What is the uh, what is the ceremony that the quick version of this ceremony that exists in this city or in the empire of old, old being ten to fifteen years ago, um, that this kid can do like a quick ass version of this. I mean, he could knight you with the sword. You could kiss the sword. You could cut yourselves on it if we have to be real uh, metal about it. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking all of us cutting our palms or something. Making a blood oath to the duke. I mean, I'd go for kissing the sword personally. Or maybe it's we all get to choose. Like, maybe he just holds the sword out and we all, like, show our, like, uh, devotion, like, by, by, like, our whatever we choose to do to it. I think... I like that in regard to like a personal expression and I but I think that there is a there is something that is the baseline that is expected here. What is the baseline that's expected and then you guys could put your own personal zazz on it. If you do it. And by the way, you do not have to. This story still works if you say no thank you. I'd say keep the baseline simple like say kneel and kiss the sword and then if you want to be a total boss, you get to do uh be a you boss. Deep throat it. Yeah, exactly. Cradle the hill. Sure. So I think you see Sir Kevin, uh, like, kiss the blade of the sword. And this sword is probably gross because he was using it to fight a bunch of orcs a little while ago. And then he probably, like, puts his head on it. Um, no, he would have cleaned it as best he could before he gave it to the kid. Yeah, okay. And, um... That isn't very well, but he isn't cleans that it the best wipes. he could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. His, yeah. But so does anybody, uh, yeah, put any uh, real crazy stink on this? No, just not does like a really courtly flourish to it. Does like a kiss and bows low and retreats. What does uh, Kevin do? I think Kevin just does like the most formal, you guys tell me, the most formal, ver- like he's he's all in on this. He is Sir Kevin Oathkeeper, and this is his fucking oath. This is his 100% deal. So this guy, he kisses the sword. My thought was going to be he, like, puts his, like, forehead to it and then, like, kind of, like, touches it to his heart, as in, like, if you want, Lord, just kill me. Kind of a thing of, like, that kind of show. Nice. Like, it's all, like, a like this, this 
prostrating yourself in front of the Lord so then the Lord can be like, no, you're too important as my subject and knight kind of a thing. You like how I said, I don't know, you tell me, and then I told you? <laughs> That's the kind of selfishness women love. Ah, <laughs> uh, sadness. All right, so... Comet's going to kiss the, the blade, and then uh, he is going to uh, use the sword if he can. He's going to slip the wraps of Elmator under it and pull so they're cut. Oh, I love that. Oof. That's really cool. Comet, can you make a charisma roll for me? Charisma roll? Sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is a custom move that I've illy I've barely defined because I didn't <laughs> know we would be doing this. Uh, seven. Oh, seven. hold on. Eight. eight. I forgot my modifier. All right. Eight, seven, and eight. Same, mechanically the same. Hell so, yeah. Um, yeah, you can absolutely resist this urge for sure. But you, you look at this kid, and you, you like cut these these the 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 ropes, the cords of Ilmater, off of yourself, and you feel um, almost even more, even stronger, and even more free, and maybe like in your offhand, like, maybe you kind of instinctively pick up the hammer again, not in a way of, like, menacing anybody, but just, like, it feels even lighter and just more of an extension of yourself. And you look at this kid, and you look at Sir Kevin, these pathetic little nothings. Especially this kid. He's this kid, and he's having you swear to him. And, um... My yeah. Yeah, I'll say Comet's jaw is definitely going to tighten. Uh, and that feeling is definitely going to wash over him. <clears throat> and I'm just going to look at Kevin and make eye contact with him. And I hope my body language is very aggressive looking. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just going to smirk and then wink. All right. And then I'm going to heel toe to it. Turn back my back. Uh... So I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. And uh, the the barbarian move is the barbarian move. The barbarian because it's D and D style racial bonus is that at the beginning of each session or at some point in each session, the dungeon master or the game master, sorry, sorry, wizards, will ask you a um, will ask you a question about your homeland. The idea is you're a barbarian. You're from far away. You're from somewhere else. What's something about your homeland? I'll ask you some kind of question, and if you answer it, you'll get an experience point. I'm going to ask you this question. You do not have to have an answer right away, but let's try to get it this session. Okay. And my normal inclination would be to go back farther, or I'm sorry, further. It's not physical distance. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, the, who saved the, whom? <laughs> the question. <laughs> <laughs> I keep honking at them, and they keep running away. Lady, lady, lady. It's who? <laughs> Boom. Uh, quick question. Are you asking me or you're asking uh, Steyer? Steyer. Okay. And I feel Comet will get this information as well. And maybe Comet will get this in this moment flooded back to him. And we can tell me how that comes back to him. But um, uh, Steyer was there at the fall of the Capitol. 
Okay. Um, what role did Steyer play in that instance? So that means both Pascal Spear and Steyer the Crusher were there at the capital at the fall of the capital. Steyer themselves or the avatar that Steyer is inhabit was inhabited? Steyer the hammer, mm-hmm. along with whatever whatever hammer. wielder was there, yeah. I would say the wielder was uh I think it would be interesting if the wielder was a mercenary. Oh, interesting. That was there. Either it was hired as uh either during trade or they were trying to find business when that, that happened and when chaos ensued, the mercenary just kind of I'm gonna just swing. Orc person, I don't really care. Okay. Do you think that this mercenary was working for the orcs or for the the, the Capitoline forces? I'm trying to think of whoever would have been able to pay higher, which I would assume would be uh, the kingdom. Okay. So, oh, so then... Um, I know I'm asking more follow-up questions. No, but, that's cool. Uh, was this mercenary viewed by Steyer in some ways unworthy? I would say unworthy in the regard of they were using uh, Steyer's ability for uh, monetary gain and not for glory. Oh, okay. So, uh, if if you'd want, you don't have to give us this now, you could tell us how at some point, despite having this great um, this great artifact this uh this mercenary this mighty mercenary warrior defending the capital um fell nonetheless don't have to tell us right now and give us a heads up later okay but yeah so mark down that you got another experience point so yeah you you kind of like you see all these things and uh this is not the way comet had previously felt this is new and um you hear uh, the kid say, we have to get back. We have to get back to the palace immediately. Does it still stand or did they destroy it? It's not what it once was, my lord, but there is still a home waiting for you. And my people? The same. Then we need to make haste and get back as soon as we can. He says, um, yes, the people need you now more than ever. They need their duke, their emperor, now more than ever. Yes. My father taught me about, about these orcs and about how we were the ones to, how we were the ones to redeem the capital, to defeat them. I wish my father had only acted sooner, but now I must act. And then I will say, um, don't think too ill of your father. To stem the tide of the orcs would be akin to stemming the, the waves of the ocean or, uh, or to stop the, the thunder and the lightning when the storm comes. They are a force of nature. And I he- think you hear like a crack of thunder in the background. And he says, Our people have mastered the waves. And one day, we'll master the storms and thunder as well, if that's what's needed. With men like you at my side, and you hear like it's starting to rain again, 
And he says, with men like you at my side. Pyrenees. The whole of the empire will will vanquish these these bloodthirsty beasts. And the rain that's coming down, that's when you notice it's not regular rain. It's blood. It's just straight up a storm and it's blood pouring down on you guys. Okay. Uh, Donato will try and um, I can't remember if I said he has a cape or not. Um, he'll try to put the kid under, under something. Like to try and like make a gesture of like gross. Like let me protect you from this. I like try and get him under like a roof or something. Yeah. I think you guys can try to make something. Um, I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick this in the butt to make things move more quickly. Um, you guys can try to build, like I said, like a camp. Get. I mean, if you have adventuring gear, that can be a tent that you could kind of stretch into stuff and like then start a fire. Yeah, I've got uh, that. that kind of thing. So you've got the, that as an option. Um, all right, who has the highest wisdom? I have thirteen. Yeah, it's you. All right. Just out of curiosity, could the comet re-roll all of his stats? I did. Yes. I redid all my stats. We had him just redo all his stats. I love it. Okay. Mine was originally the highest. Yeah. Nice. Um, Donato, could you make a plus wisdom modifier roll? Cool. I got seven plus one, so eight. Eight it is. All right, so as you guys are getting this kind of like structure ready to kind of rest in in some way or another, Donato, you hear something and you can tell it's trouble. And, um,. Everybody's still kind of gathering up their shit uh, as you warn them. That's when he comes back, and that he is the shaman from earlier. I should have seen that coming. So, did we do any resting? So, the one of the reasons I said I'm just going to kick this in the butt to just move things along really quickly is I was like, well, if you guys rest, then maybe do I have to adjust the shaman stats in any way or another? To have them be more of a threat, I'm like, if they don't, then no, I don't. So this is we in a way easier. Uh, I don't think you've seen our hit points, but okay. I know, I know one of you. I think Donato has one, one hit point, baby. <laughs> like one of those blood things just drops in the wrong hole. I get yeah, exactly. You, you yeah. choke on it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. Good. Well, I mean, but that might mean just like the very first things we have to do are heal moves. It's okay. Um. We, we don't have those. <laughs> Oh wait, no, you have some, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I was like, well, you did, did anyone clear. did anyone have healing potions or anything like that? I know we had used. I, some I of used all mine. We've used, I used them. all of mine. Okay. That's good. Um. All right, let's do it. Yeah. So I think the shaman shows shows back up, and you just you hear like like screaming at the top of his lungs, and this is a very different vibe than this person had before. This person had kind of this like cold, like cruel voice to themselves before, and now they have like much more maniac, I'm screaming into the heavens kind of a vibe. And I think when you see them in the split second before you have to react, um, they are almost glowing red. 
and oh, here's what it is. They're not glowing red. All of the ritual scarification scars all over their arms and face look like they split open just a little bit and the blood is glowing. And this is as they're being coated in blood from this rain. And um, yeah, you hear you hear a scream that says, the age of man will be ended. It'll be ended. It's the prophecy. I've seen it. Um, Good news for us mans. I'm gonna get up and um, I'm gonna walk into the the bloody rain and I'm gonna go, right, it's a shame though. You're not gonna be around to see it. And I'm <laughs> gonna fucking charge. All right. Love it. Okay. Uh... Hmm, you're charging at him? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you're not on an eight result on that. You're not taken by surprise. But you guys aren't ready. Can I retcom one thing? Can Go I for give uh, the Duke my shield that I used to, to hold? Sure. I'm just going to hand it to him. I'm just going to say, be safe. Yeah. Crack the neck, and then I'll, I'll punch forward. Yeah, I think that this guy is going to try to just throw something almost at all of you guys. And you can tell that there's something that is making him... This storm... This guy seems much more powerful than he had been before. Um, Could each of you make a constitution roll for me? All of us? Yes. Ten. Justin, what was that? Ten. Ten. All right, so you guys who got tens, no need to worry at all. Um, hmm, eight. David, could you roll a d4 for me? Uh, four. A four. All right, so I think uh, this blood seems to get into your wounds, like the various injuries and wounds that you have. Ooh, he's got a lot. Yeah. Um, and magically, like I said, it just kind of makes them open. I don't know if I had described that before when you fought against this guy in the past. But yeah, they just you suffer four more as some of these wounds just open up. Alright, that's magical, you said? Yes. Uh, here's my question for you guys. Um, Kevin and the kid are both also hurt. Um, is there anybody who wants to try to, I know Justin gave the kid his, uh, gave the emperor, the young emperor, his, uh, shield, but is there anything that you guys would want to do to try to help them in some kind of way? My plan was to, if there's anything you can think of. Yeah. My, my plan had been to defend, um, the emperor or the duke, I guess. And, uh, try to leave, like try to, uh run away all right go ahead and give me a defense roll um yeah t- uh, 10 plus 10 plus all right so you get a few options there yeah so i'm holding uh three i believe right yes sounds about right um but yeah i mean if this 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 spell like the wounds that he might have which are magical might further hurt this 
child. Oh, so, I can use it uh, retroactively? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have the, the tax damage for the Duke then. Okay, so could you roll a d4 for him? Or no, could you roll 2d4 for him? That's the full amount. You got a half success. Uh, four more. All right, so he only take. So you only take two because you're taking the stuff in his. I'm place. taking more. More. I'm taking two more. Right, as, as part of the defend move, isn't that the case? Um, Where you're taking the damage instead of him. Does have the attacks effect or damage? But with it, aren't you always moving the damage to yourself? Um, it doesn't say that, but I'm fine with that if you want. Okay, either way, you tell me if you want the kid to just take two or you to take two. Oh, so there's no way to have it. You did have Oh, so wait, I can take all the damage to myself or half the damage. And then, ha and then have it. I see. So, um, I'm sorry, you rolled 2d4, correct? Yeah. And what was the total result? Three, three and one. one, so four. Half right. of that is two. All right. So... You can take two, or the kid can take two. Um, I was under the impression that with a defend move, you're always interceding yourself in the place. Um, sure. Uh, I'm going to have to death roll then, but I'm fine with that. Okay, well, then let's just have the kid do that and say the kid's, as a child, is in rough shape all of a sudden. Um, nope, I'm fine if you want to do a death roll. Like, it's up to you. Whichever you think would be cooler. Um, if I go first, I could do my move, which would have been to heal whoever is about to die. I don't know if that changes this equation at all. Yeah, let's have you do that and see if we could magic card stack it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so my action then would be uh, to do my thing, which is sing my song. Mm -hmm. And uh, seeing that Pascal is the, the most rough of, of everyone here, uh, or his friends, at least he'll say, um, the first of two friends wielding gods mend his wounds, even the odds, and he will grant him, um, he gets a couple of things because of all the perks I've taken. He gets, um, what do you need to roll first to determine what he gets or no? Yeah. So I'm going to roll, he'll get 1d4 to... No, okay, I'm going to pick... The next time someone successfully assists this target with aid, they get plus two instead of plus one. So that's one of the All things right. he gets. And the second thing he gets is heal 1d8, which I'll double with Eldritch Cord. So okay. I'm going to roll 2d8, right? Sure. Well, you have to roll first to see if the thing succeeds, right? Oh, correct. I'll do that first. Yes. Uh, over 10. Okay. Alright. So then he gets plus 2 the next time someone helps him. Oh, and then uh, 2d8. You heal a total of 8. Alright. Yeah, so maybe you throw yourself over the kid, and so, like, a lot of the uh, blood that shoots out from this guy, and you see it even, like, fly out from his wounds... Um, like you kind of like cover the kid as this happens, so like that damage is like taken unto you rather than the child. And yeah, Comet, you are rearing and ready to go with this. Okay. Uh, I actually have a question. When I it. mocked him, would mm -hmm. that 
Uh, would I be able to count that as what are you waiting for? Which is when you cry out a challenge to your enemies, I can roll a con. And then if it if I make a 10 on it, the enemy treats me as the most obvious threat. Um, we like can say that now, yeah. I think that that first thing was like him just attacking everybody, maybe almost mm -hmm. before you did that. But yeah, if you want to do that, we can do it. Yeah, if I can get the target on my back and off them, I would prefer to do that. Sure. Uh, okay. So it's... That's a natural 11. I'm rolling a lot higher. Holy shit. There you go. Where was hey. this? <laughs> you had struggled earlier, for sure. Yeah, God. Tell me about it. Um, so, yeah. It's going to be um, 13 altogether. And I'm just going to say big man. Picking on a kid and... Uh, picking on a kid and a bunch of uh, hurt people. Vulnerable. This is what you want to do when you bring on the dawn of your people and the end of mine. But you want to fight honorably to your last breath. Are you Orc? Or are you Whelp? Alright. And then I'm just going to go I said that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, Steyer the Crusher uh, has a lot more Jon Snow to his, uh, his, uh, <laughs> his voice there. Um, Bet the me. The, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this uh, this Donato, you can figure this out. This is Yorag. This is Woundweaver Yorag. The one that the spear child killed? They're, they were both Woundweaver Yorag. Got it. And so, but, this, yeah, so this is the other part of that what did I call it? United plural or bonded plural? Now, when you say that, you don't mean like this is a clone. You mean no. like that's this is their title. Yes. And I think Got it. if we want to, we could get into what that means, but now is probably not the time. Um, awesome. So I think he turns to you and says, says like, like excise this poison gladly. Uh, and he's going to he absolutely turns his attention towards you, but you said you're charging at this guy, so that sounds like a kick some ass roll. I don't know what that is, but okay. I'm sorry, that's not the right term for this game. It's called a hack and slash roll in this game. I do know that one. There we go. It's I the same the basic idea. Yeah. They hadn't invented <laughs> asses in the middle ages. Yeah, back then they were called Heinsters. Heinsters. Yeah, Lord Heinster of Bellwinkle. Uh, That is going to be... Here. That's uh, that's seven plus strength, so that's eight, nine, ten. Yeah. All right. So, so you're gonna get to attack this guy, and either just do your damage and not suffer any damage, or suffer some damage, but do an additional d6 of damage. I was reading that. I'm gonna go reckless. I'm gonna try to break this guy. Go for it. Uh, I do have a feature, though. Hold, hold. Mm -hmm. yes. I have smash. When you hack and slash on a 12 or higher and you deal damage, choose something physical your target has, whether it's a weapon, their position, or a limb, and they lose it. But didn't you get a 10? I got a... Uh, originally, I got a 11. And then okay. with my modifier, it was a plus uh, okay. 3. Sorry, I thought... You're good. Okay, interesting. So yeah, 
if, I mean, if anyone wants to correct me, that's what I. I heard that. I, I heard have. that wrong. You're good. Did I? I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I had three and four, so maybe it is the seven plus the three, so I'm at ten. Yes. I yeah, that's right. That's what, what, I, that's so what I thought. It's okay. I was excited to see where that was gonna go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. I mean, I'm still gonna, still gonna go for it, uh, and then uh, I do have. There's so many things with this. Um, so, with the hap appetites per the, I have two, as mm -hmm. opposed to the one I thought, which is pure destruction and power over others. I don't know if this counts as either power over others or pure destruction, uh, but it looks like I can roll two d6 and then another d6 and d8, <clears throat> and then something bad can happen. Let's just do the regular one for now, just because Let's I'm, yeah, I'm like. I don't want to keep it. Uh, so that is an eight and a six. Uh, okay. 14. I'm really bad at quick math. That's pretty significant. All right. So. I'm going to bring the hammer up and I'm just going to sludge it down. I think that this guy uh, turns to you and he's going to try to shoot that same thing that he hit Donato with. Uh, that first time that blood strike. Where he was just vomiting blood. And so he's going to try to like shoot this energy into you. So you'll, you're definitely going to take some damage in a minute. Okay. Um, but yeah, you are going to 100% kill this guy and in a gross, grisly manner with a giant hammer. Okay. So um, what does that look like? And then afterwards, uh, we'll have you roll some damage to see what happens to you. Um, I'm going to crack him across the head with the, the head of the maul and the minute he crumbles the hammer is going to come down almost like a Gallagher show watermelon style like squish and then in that bloodlust uh, uh, Steyer is going to essentially just keep stomping his heel into the head until it continues to resemble less of a cracked watermelon and that crunch starts becoming a squish and then that squish just kind of becomes like a almost like uh, running through the rain like puddles. You're just making wine at All this right. point. Yeah. So he... And then I trip and then I go, oh, oh wow. Because all the wind's at me. Uh, okay, so you kind of like horizontally swing this thing and then overhand smash into him is what you're imagining? Essentially. And then oh, it's that grizzly. scene in Drive where Ryan Gosling just stomps that dude in the elevator until it's just mush. All right. Damn. Uh, yeah, so we see you doing that, and yeah, you've just bashed this thing, and you're kind of kicking the head of the mall, like, just furthering it into this, this absolutely lifeless thing, and, um, when you kind of take a breath for a second, maybe almost the adrenaline has made you not notice it, uh, but little flecks of blood are, like, coming out around your mouth as you're doing this. Could you roll a d10 for me? Yes, I can. Uh-oh. Okay, no no bullshit. I'm going to show it. I got a one. All right. So you take one damage. Hell yeah. So, yeah, I, I would imagine this is just, you're like, <laughs> you just I'm immediately going to throw up. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, oh, we go, no. We go what back to 
old comet for a second as he barfs again. He just spits up like a baby, a little bit of blood spit up. And you're like, why does my chest hurt? Lie down. Yeah. All right. And with that, you guys are standing there in what is now otherwise a incredibly violent but quiet scene in that there is this absolutely mutilated corpse right next to you uh, and all of you are covered in blood because it's raining blood. A literal bloodbath. Hallelujah. Whoa. Yeah. Blood shower. So. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys. We all have hepatitis. You all have hepatitis. We're all blood brothers though so that's cool. Yeah. So things are quiet at this point. Do you guys try to make camp? Do you go back into the cistern and wait out this blood rain that's going on? What's the what's the immediate game plan that you guys have? My suggestion would be get someplace where we're not getting blood rained on and camp because we're all like on the brink of death. All right. So is that back in the cistern? Is that you kind of like further set up this stuff, um, this stuff being like tarps and tents and blankets and that kind of stuff to create a makeshift little hovel for yourselves. Let's do that. We can see more that way. Okay. So, yeah. So we see this and I assume you guys take watch and keep your eyes peeled during this time. Yeah. I'm going to try to take a brunt of the the watch, not to the point of exhaustion, but to the point where you know, I'm not as hurt as everyone else. Sure. So I think that in this, we're not going to go through this whole thing. I think in this, Sir Kevin is just trying to stay awake the whole time. He is not able to, but he's trying to. He's doing the thing of like, oh, I have to, like, when he starts falling asleep a bunch, he'll like get up on his feet and you can tell like he's not fully able to stay awake, but he is, he is still like, I don't know what your deal is. I don't know how much time we want to spend on this rest period, but I do have questions for both of those characters. I I wanted this to be another opportunity for that. So if you've got questions, if you've thought of things, and I'm going to ask, I'm definitely going to ask you guys some questions about this, but I want to get a new drink. I should ask the questions beforehand. So let me throw these out beforehand. We can think about them. I'll get a drink. Pascal, you are, you have defeated Urag. Um... Why, if this if this hammer is really this other great object, why shouldn't this be yours? Why should he get it? Um, Donato, for you, you've said you want change. Mm-hmm. Um, you have now sworn yourself to the the new emperor. Mm-hmm. Um, what change? do you hope is brought about in this? And then comment. I asked you that one question about Steyer's uh, activity in the, the siege it. of the capital or the, yeah, the sacking of the capital. I'm going to ask you another uh, question. Um, how can... Ooh, when Steyer speaks to Comet... 
How does it uh, appear to him? You guys are hanging out. Um, this rain is this rain is coming down. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, this rain comes down for like two to three hours, like heavy, heavy rain. The, like those Florida rains that are like there for 20 minutes, where you're like, where the fuck did this come from? It's that, but it's blood, and it's three hours. I think it's a whole discussion to figure out where the blood is from. But I mean, you guys can have that discussion if you want. If there's rolls about stuff that you want to make, you can also do that. I actually do have a move that would help with that, but we can get to it. Sure. But I'll just, um, I'll just you ask guys... you then. Like, so my my thing is, I have bardic lore and spells and magics. I don't have to mm -hmm. roll anything. All I have to do is ask you one question about it. Does this count as magic? All right. I'm sorry, Donato. So you want to use bardic lore and ask? Yeah, anytime I encounter something to do with spells and magics, uh -huh. I can ask you a question about it. Okay. If this is a magical rain, I'd like to know, where's the blood coming from? The sky, you idiot. Oh, well, well, Stupid you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, take ten brain damage, stupid. So... Where is this coming from? Where's the blood come from? Where's the blood coming from? Um, this is a spell. This is a magical spell. Um, and so you can tell that this is not natural at all, as if blood falling out of the sky was something you thought for a second might be natural. No, you're like, obviously it's not. That's stupid. Obviously it's magical. But you know this is a spell that was brought on by a person and not interestingly, brought on by Woundweaver Yorag, the one that you just killed, or the one that Pascal killed earlier. Oh. Um, here's the other deal that I'll tell you. This is divine magic in nature. Okay. Cool. So, through some form of divine magic, this... Um, this blood rain, this terrifying storm has been summoned. And it definitely seems to augment Woundweaver Yorag, the shaman's abilities. Not enough to save him, but enough yes, to lately. threaten you guys. Okay, so there's some divine, there's gonna be some divine magics going on on their side. And did we get a chance to rest during this period, or...? I'm going to go ahead and say you guys get a chance to rest, yes. Um, How does that is there is there a half-rest function? Uh, I kind of forget. Let's see if there's a move for it. Last breath. Go ahead and roll that, just for the shit of it. Uh, end of session. Level up. Carouse. Supply. Recruit. Outstanding warrants. Aider interfere. Parlay. Discern realities, spout lore. Yeah, I Thanks. see recover. I don't see half recover. Oh, make camp. Make uh, camp. When you wake from at least a few uninterrupted hours of sleep, heal damage equal yes. to half your max. There you go. Nailed it. So everybody gets that, and then we can decide what to do after that and then in a little we, bit. We use okay. one of these uh, rations too, right? 47 sure. rations. It's probably a good idea to eat. You guys have been, we joked in the last session, you guys have spent 
six to six hours to three or four days. <laughs> well, this is the first time we're sleeping, so I hope right. it's not been that long. I, I, I do think that um, the other thing is, um, like, the sun's coming up. So, fuck it. All of that adventure happened in the night. Nice. So, yeah. So, this probably this whole adventure took place over the course of six to seven hours. Round up or down for max HP? Just round up for this. Go for right. it. Go crazy, Carl. Whoa. Okay. All right, guys. So, I asked you those questions before. Who's got an answer for me? And tell me the vignette we see as you kind of are thinking about this answer or we as the viewer of this TV show are getting this. And again, I would describe this TV show as this was based on a series of novels that were super long. And there's like 50 of these. And they were like, we'll give you one season on Netflix or Prime or whatever it is. And so, yeah, this Hulu original series based on this awesome novel series that people loved is uh, like, they're like, so there can be all this additional backstory that you can kind of hint at. And maybe it was, they, they were like, yeah, we'll hint at it. And the audience will really fucking go nuts about it. But it doesn't have to fully describe all the things. Mine was to, to figure out how Steyer speaks to Common and what it looks like. Um, I think during his watch, uh comet can see uh i would say someone who looks like comet in the reflections whether it's the reflection of the uh pool of blood that is probably slowly creeping in under things or window panes the the uh, reflection in the shields and it looks like comet but he speaks differently he speaks with that more co cockney rough accent and I, I would, I, I just assume that there's like a, a minor conversation of like when he's watching of, <clears throat> you know, Steyer going, you know, we did real good. You've taken this so quickly. You've taken on this might. I didn't think you had it in you. Comment being like, I, I, I have no idea what the fuck that was. Those weren't my words. Those were your words. Of course they were my words. You didn't know how to use your own fucking pecker, let alone a hammer before this. And the Duke's safe, that's all that matters to me. And what happens with the next conquest after that? The next thing. Because I'm not quenched. We're not through with this comet. So just like a minor struggle with that. And that's how he sees him. All right. That's pretty cool. So we have that of him staring at his shield while he's on watch. Staring uh, and talking to his shield, essentially. Yeah. And then uh, Donato. Um, yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, I think that we can. I can sort of address the answer to this question by tying it in with a conversation, like a short conversation with the Emperor. So uh, while he's resting... Um, he's gonna go sit down next to the kid. He's gonna he's gonna start off by saying, um, "Are are you hurt? Are you injured?" Say. And he's 
I mean, for the most part, he's trying to sleep, but he'll he'll tell you like, like, I'll I'll get I'll get I'll get better. Denata nods, says, "You will. You're strong, like your father was. Um, you're strong at like the people of this land, and we're gonna need someone strong like you." And he'll go on to say, um, "And this kid like just nods, like, yeah." And he'll say, uh, but keep in mind uh, the wisdom I shared with you before. Uh, it wasn't your father's fault that he fell to the orcs. They are a force of nature. And man was not meant to contend with such things. And he says, sometimes the best way to contend with nature is to let it run its course and to be in harmony with it and he and uh if i i don't know if this is the appropriate time for it but uh he wants to try and either now or like eventually over their time together convince blackburn to capitulate to the orcs to join them interesting okay yeah so i'll say at least for now He'll say, he'll say like, like they're, they're monsters. They killed my family. They killed your mentors. Then I will nod. They destroyed the capital. Yes, they did. They did all of those things. They're a terrible rampaging fire, burning us, burning everything they, scorching everything they touch. Um, and he says, uh, and such, such forces, um, best way to phrase this, uh, he'll say, um, we've seen what they're capable of and, uh, after a while you have to decide for yourself, uh, how to avoid getting burned again for you and everyone in these lands. I think we could maybe address this later, but mm -hmm. I think that this kid is so much in the mindset of I was raised to um, view these things as enemies. Mm -hmm. Like at 11 years old, it was his entire life th that he's lived where the capital has not, like, like he possibly one year of his life was lived only. Uh, Right. After the, yeah. Yeah. Um, before the capital was sacked or maybe none of it, depending on when we, we said it. Um, and so from his perspective, after them having like done all of this stuff and killed his family, I think this is almost like a non-starter with him. Mm -hmm. He won't get mad at you or say anything, but he'll just kind of, he's also 11. So I don't think he'll have like a lot of like, ah, yes, but you see, yeah. when the tree bends, it is sometimes more powerful than one that stands... It, like, he won't have that kind of a response. I think he's just kind of like, like, we have to stand strong again against them. We have to do something about this. Mm -hmm. The Empire Except. used to be strong to protect my people. I need to be strong, and we need to be strong. And, like, cool. a lot of that doesn't a lot of it you can feel is him just like kind of puppeting what he knows he needs to say. But 
yeah, when you kind of throw this idea out there of letting the orcs do their thing, that doesn't seem to jive with this kid. But yeah, that's fine. He, he just wants to like plant the idea right now, and then like at some point later, you'll like try and either push it or revisit it. Finally, Pascal. Yeah, so I think he might uh, maybe when we're switching watch or something, maybe. Like, I think he's going to try and have a conversation with Comet. And maybe he'll, uh, um, doesn't matter what part of the night, maybe, but, uh, he'll go and sit down next to him. And, uh, I'm just imagining the hammers. Maybe this is when it's, he's st- maybe after that shield conversation or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the hammer's at his feet, 100%. And, uh, Pascal sits down and kind of gestures to it and says, uh, it's a heavy thing to carry a god. And he's kind of saying, you know, metaphorically and physically. Yeah, it's the, this is definitely a different way of uh, carrying a god with you than I'm used to. Yeah, it's a, it, it changes you. Mostly for the good. I think mostly for the good, but yeah, it took me a long time to get used to. And you mentioned you, you spoke to, and I'm going to gesture toward the spear. Was it overwhelming at first? Or am I just going crazy? And then, yeah, he kind of takes a second to contemplate and just, uh, no, you're absolutely not crazy. It's, it's been lonely here. Just being the wielder. No one else I knew was in this position. But don't think yourself crazy, and I'll tell you that for sure. Everyone else might think so. But any kind of, uh, you know, claps your shoulder, you know, pats you on the back. It's like at least one person will know you're not. Thank you. It, it means a lot. And then um, I think this might have been like an accident, but I think I'm going to make it, it real because it might be dramatic. Right. So he says, um, yeah, you're taking to it quite quickly it seems like uh, the duke quite trusts you didn't even ask me to swear to his his sword but asked you to I'm gonna just meet his gaze you're alright I just struggle to try to put my place in this mission sometimes I'm not so I don't I don't mean to step on this too much. I felt like he asked all of you guys to. Oh, okay. I thought he didn't ask me. No, I think he did cuz he even asked you like who referring to you as like guardsman and that kind of stuff. So I didn't know if Oh, okay. I thought he I thought that was a, a... Okay. Yeah, we can we can backtrack. Maybe cuz he didn't personally ask you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe he he'll we'll just spin it that way. Yeah, okay. why was it, like, a broad to the group and not, you know, your spear child, dude? Okay. Yeah, maybe, so maybe he take, he, uh, we'll spin it like that. But yeah, I guess the same outcome, just like, yeah, you know, I always thought I was, uh, destined for something, and maybe I was just destined to make you two find each other, just gesturing to you and the hammer. I'm gonna look and 
there's gonna be a moment. Go. No, I don't. I don't think that was your purpose at all. I think your purpose was to. And I'm gonna look back to the to the Duke sleeping. I think your purpose was to be guided by that spear to protect that kid and that family. Then he uh, maybe rubs his chin. He's like, "Well, that's been a long road, but you might be onto something." All the brains haven't completely disappeared from my head. Yeah, and then he's he just uh kind of gets back up and just looks back and says, "I'm glad you found that." Me too. I'm glad I found you guys because uh, you literally in the night, all of you changed my life. So thank you. Yeah, I love that. Then he takes up watch or something. All right. So after, like I said, about three hours maybe a little bit more than that, the rain subsides and it, um, it kind of fades off in these kind of awkward spurts and, um, and it ends pretty close to dawn, just beginning to shine. And, uh, as disgusting as everything is soaked as it is in blood, you find yourselves in the Orcish Quarter at dawn, and things are quiet. Um, if anyone has any immediate thoughts or questions, let me know. I, I'm still kind of kicking around the idea of um, our relationship with Kevin, but it's not wildly uh, urgent. Yeah, Kevin has tried to, like I said, tried to stay up through that time, and it has not worked out super well. He's super, like, groggy and was falling asleep through most of it. He can be up and about and moving and doing stuff while you're doing things. He's not f slumping over all of a sudden, but he uh, he's still watching you guys somewhat warily. If you have questions for him, you are more than welcome to ask him. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Uh, so I was gonna come over to Kevin as they're sort of fine. Uh, I'll kiss you. Yeah, finally. <laughs> I've been making eyes all evening. Yeah. Um, you thought I, I was wink. You thought I was falling asleep. I was winking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So he goes over and he helps Kevin with whatever he's doing to like put the tent the camp away, and he says, "Um, my friend. Uh, I don't know if you remember me, but I certainly remember you, and I'm happy to see that you're still among us." I think he's. I think he nods his head just at the first thing of like he does. He does remember you. He okay. knows you. He'll nod. He'll say, "Where were you taking him?" When the attack happened, we were caught unaware. Whoever betrayed us, they let them into the palace. Whoever betrayed us. And, and this is almost like you can almost like hear that this like this is a dude who doesn't swear. He's like, they fucked us real good. Um, and he's like, we didn't know what to do. By the so time I got up to the royal quarters. 
the others already told me that the Duke and the late Duke and the Duchess were dead. We got him and we got out as soon as we could and we ran. And the orcs, they caught your trail? They must have. If they caught your trail so quickly, maybe the traitor was among the dead here. I want there to be some kind of role related to this, but I don't know. It's okay if you leave us in the dark. That's I'm fine with that. No, I, I think this guy... I think that this guy is wary of you. Sure. Here's what I'd like you to do. Could you make a... You, wait, you're a bard. You have a bunch of moves that are about... Hey, so, we're all yeah, cool. I have Charming and Open. It, technically, it does say player on it, but we've used it a couple times on yes. NPCs. So we've done that. Let's do that again with right. me as his player. Great. So then I now You guys know... have definitely had the time in an intimate environment where you are the only one of six people around and possibly you're the only one there to talk to him at the moment. Okay. Um, okay, so if we're going to trade questions from this list, so what I really want to know in my heart of hearts is like, um, uh, who should we be afraid of? But I guess as far as what he knows, I guess I'll just confirm by asking, I'll go with what do you most desire? Um, what does he most desire? Mm -hmm. uh, he wants this kid to be safe. Okay. And he wants justice for these traitors. Traitors who he doesn't know the identity of, but whoever, like, according to him, opened up the palace to invasion. Yep. That's Got the problem. It. And he will just straight up tell you, like, you can just get out of him. I don't know who it was. Okay. But Got if, it, you, so if then... you suggest it might have been the people that were with him, he will absolutely say no. A hundred percent not. Okay. He might be wrong, but he 100% does not believe any of those people were. And he will um and he will pause at that and realize their bodies are here. Donato will say our priority is the emperor. We'll see to them later. And you can tell that this is like a real he knows what you're saying is correct, but it's like a, all right, Marine, do you finish the mission or do you bring your, do you bring your brothers home? Kind <laughs> of a thing. It's like, it's that kind of a deal. Like, yeah, good luck there's carrying. like, that's, he's, he agrees with you, but he is not happy about it. And yeah. he will, and it, it just, it hit him there where he was focused on this kid and he was focused on you guys as shady characters. And now, He's like, shit, I'm possibly going to have to leave these, my, like, fellow honor guard here. And he's not happy about that. So then I ask you one of these questions as well, correct? Uh-huh. These questions. He's going to ask a very boring question. Um, for him, it's not boring, but for us as an audience, it's boring. Um, how can he get you to make sure this kid is safe? 
Um, and and I'll and I'll I'll tweak that a little bit. Sure. What can he do as Kevin Oathkeeper uh-huh. to make sure that that is your highest priority above all others? I not I just mean, make sure he's safe, but that that is your highest priority. Honestly, this sounds self-serving, but I think that if he just took himself off the table as a potential threat to us, then we could just focus on taking care of the kid, not having to worry about this guy like mucking up the works. Okay. I think at least to you, because he does want the okay. I think he uh, he pulls like the gauntlet off his hand or whatever, like the big glove. I don't know if he's wearing like metal gauntlets, but maybe like leather gloves that have metal on the back of them. And he pulls that off so he has his bare hand and he kind of extends it to you. Then I will absolutely take it. And he says, I swore an oath and he's all that there is left of it. You took an oath last night. That means we're brothers in this now. I have to defend him and I have to defend you. And Donato will uh, sort of like subtly gesture to like the whatever's left of the wound on his chest. And he says, I'll continue to serve. Uh, I'll continue to serve you, my friend and the new emperor. nods and puts that gauntlet back on and looks back towards the cistern and knows like there's multiple dead bodies in there of the other honor guard and he looks over at uh, Pascal and asks Donato he killed Sir Deborah he took the oath what does that mean I will say those two things can exist together I'm afraid in this terrible new world we're in he'll say um, in this, the situation we were in my comrades and I uh, had to choose the lesser of two evils the priority will always was and it will always be not over the safety of the emperor he'll say uh, um, if we weren't in a position to stop the orcish raiding party then he'd be dead and he'll just he'll just be honest and just say i don't like it then i will say me neither but he but pascal i can but i do know that comet and spirit and uh pascal's spirit child are as dedicated to the safety of the emperor as you are If they keep to their oaths, then but with these betrayals, I can't keep both eyes open while I sleep. Donato will say, we'll each keep one eye open at all times. And I think he, he just nods and like maybe puts a hand on your shoulder. He tries to make a like make light of it and says, it's been a hell of a career change, huh? <laughs> yeah, Donato will say, you know, and he'll genuinely laugh at that and say, you know, I hadn't had time to think about it, but you're right. You and I have more in common now than I ever would have thought. All right, well, if we get out of this, you got to tell me how you, um, 
how you guys can always manage to and then he tells like something like like the equivalent of if you did a magic trick like how did you do that thing where the coin disappeared mm -hmm. yeah kind of a deal you'll say my friend if we get out of this uh i'll make you as as good a jester as as you're gonna help me be a soldier Thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of Dungeon World, The Fate of Blackburn the Lesser. Our cast, as always, included David as Pascal Spearchild, Carl as Donato, Justin as Comet, and previously we had included Jared as Farley. Austin was your game master. Music for this episode included Street Life Silent Film by Lobo Loco, Rallying the Defense by Pierre Kilstoft, Incursion also by Pierre Kilstoft, Shadow Man by Lobo Loco, and Inner Sanctuary by Gautama. Be sure to join us next Thursday for a long game, This American Monster. And Fridays for our short games, like this one. Saturdays, our old long games go up on YouTube, and Sundays, our old short games go up on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook and on our website, thisamericandice.com or .net. We've got both. How exciting. Rate. Like, review, subscribe, tell a friend, the whole nine yards. And we'll see you next week. All right, brother. Uh, Time to experience. Okay. Are you range. Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Or yeah. are you part of the tracksuit mafia from Hawkeye? I, 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 was, I was trying to do Macho Man, but it was more Hulk. Uh, Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. My mustache and beard are a different color. Um, it's not as uncommon as you think. And he, <laughs> he leg, does his leg drop. They did like, that in uh, Game of Thrones, I think. Oh, yeah? Do they? Or are they still... Sarah Brienne, right? Bro. I don't really remember anymore. I scrubbed it from my memory. It ended. It, my favorite episode was the last couple. Um, oh, yeah. Popular opinion. There you go. So... I I liked the... I liked it when they redid the show after they gave it to the people who did cats and they animated all the buttholes on the cats <laughs> and they animated like big honking asses on all the dragons. Yeah. Anyway. Working across the sky. I was going to burp. I did, but it was quieter than I thought. Excuse you. Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a kid. I burp <laughs> yeah. sometimes. My body is changing it. so fast. We can go to the bathroom and that kind of stuff. We'll all go to the bathroom together. I don't know if you know this audience. We all record in the same place. Yeah. Um, there's only the one bathroom. And there's and only the one we'll bathroom. See you. Yeah. We all record in the same bathroom. Yeah, we all record in, yeah. in the, one, one big tub. Um, Crossing the streams is fun, though. Yeah. It makes me feel closer to you guys. Yes. Well, we, we did hire that contractor to put the drain in the middle of the tub. So we can watch <laughs> the whirlwind go, like the little whirlpool. It's pretty awesome. Except you always know which one is mine because of the the blood. Very significant it's health problems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. just the plink, plink, plink of the stones yeah, hitting. Exactly. Uh, uh, gross. Uh, <laughs> why does it look like Colgate toothpaste? Uh, Doesn't yeah. smell like it. Oh.